What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bruin Back Heel on UCLARadio.com. Here we are today. Maddie wasn't here last week, but she is back, and she's back in another way as well, because yesterday she made her long-awaited return to the field. So uh, myself and Emily are here to discuss that and anything else going on with her. So Maddie, just obviously, we, we just talked to you about it a little bit off-air, but like in one word, if you could describe how it was coming back, what would that be? Uh, well, the day was emotional, but I think it was just, I don't even know, like, just a super, like, happy day, like, and that, like, there were so many other words, but, like, it was just a super happy day for myself, for my family, for my friends, because I feel like, everyone went through this recovery with me. Like it went like, even though I like physically, I went through it, but I feel like mentally and emotionally, like my friends went through it with me. They saw the highs, they saw the lows, my family went through it with me. So I think for everyone, it was like, this was a win for everyone. <laughs> like win for the bench, a win for everyone on the team. Cause it was just like, we all went through this recovery together. Um, yeah, happy I mean, and yeah. emotional. Em, <laughs> what was it like, you know, you being one of Maddie's friends, what was it like for you? It was a great day. This has been a long awaited day. It's like in particular for Maddie, obviously. But I think like you were saying, Maddie, like all of us have supported you through this and like shared a lot of the emotions and, um, we're just like so, so excited for you to be back. I, I was so excited. I kept telling Liv, I was like, I am so excited. Like, I cannot wait to see you on the field. It was, it was a really happy moment for sure. And it was, it was interesting because I was with your parents. And so I was like, yeah. wow, I really feel, I kind of felt like I shouldn't have been with them because they were like, it was a much different experience for them than it is for someone like me. And so it was like kind of an interesting like mix because they obviously like wanted you to like, because they're your parents that wanted to like care for you. And they saw like how much like your body went through and how much you went through like emotionally as well. So that was different, but it's nice to just like be involved. Like I felt like good to be there with your family, but also kind of like, maybe I should let them have their moment. Yeah, I, I'm just glad you guys were able to come even though you're peeking through the bushes, you know, breaking through security, like, and I, my parents, like, they were like, obviously it was hard to watch. Like, they're like, we, if the game streamed, we're going to watch from home. Like, it's just yeah. not worth, I mean, the game disclaimer, the game Tuesday wasn't streamed, you know, but there's right. parents that like are going to come and try to watch live. Even if the game streamed, I just, it's probably just better to, you know, watch on your laptop or TV. Um, but I'm glad that they were able to come. You guys were able to make it. Um, yeah, it was super, it was super overwhelming for my parents. They've like, I think going through the recovery with them, like they, they just want me to be happy, you know, and like, they tried throughout my entire three years, like my dad and I never really talked that much about my knee because it was just kind of like, it, it was sad, you know, and it was a super sad 
when I got hurt again. And so it's just like this weight being lifted off for, I think all of us. Um, yeah. But I'm glad that they were able to come live and M were able to come. I wish that it was streamed. So like, you know, my more friends that see. more people could see, but at the same time, like everyone's asking me, when's your next game? Is it going to be streamed? I'm like, yeah, next Friday. Like, so it's, it's okay. Um, and I kind of, a part of me kind of likes that it was just like a moment with my team, a moment with my close friends and family. Like, I feel like if it was streamed, I would have felt more pressure, maybe soccer wise to like, Mm -hmm. do well but I didn't have I didn't feel any of that pressure so I feel like you could see that when you were on the field because I remember me and Keon were watching and like within a minute of you coming on you just got stuck into a slide tackle and Keon's like gasped and was like it's okay she'll be fine she'll be fine and he was like damn the ball's on Maddie to be coming back from an injury in like the first minute she like dives in wins a ball oh so that God. was just really cool to see yeah I was that was kind of like every like it was funny because it's like the ball was only on you for two minutes straight I'm like yeah and I really didn't need that like I was like <laughs> I would have been fine if we started like it slowly would have like I would have been integrated into the game but like immediately the ball's coming to yeah. me girls coming at me yeah and obviously like I'm I was nervous but it's just like also just super emotional and like the in the whole leading up to it I thought like oh I'm gonna go in in the first half I told Liv and M that, told my friend, my family that, because that's what like I was told. And then it didn't happen, which was fine. Like I biked, I stayed warm. And then Sam was like, we're gonna start you the second half. And I, I was definitely nervous because like the, the other team was gonna be fresh and ready to go and knew they were gonna be super motivated. Um, so they're down, nervous. they're down to nil. They need that goal. Like they're going to come out out of the, out of the gates. They're fresh. So that was definitely, I was nervous for that. Um, but I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was just super emotional. And then they said, you know, Maddie, they said the back line and like everyone, I started crying immediately. Um, they're like telling me the set plays. I'm like, just let me like, I like people talking to me about the set plays. I'm like, let me just look through the book myself. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely felt like, like you said, it was like a win for the whole bench and for everyone who's been out. Cause you know, like when you came in your freshman year, which is yeah, like you said, now three seasons ago, you, you were out and then, you know, we thought you were going to be back sooner and, you know, you still had to, to go through it again and, and struggle and fight. And I think you're one of those people who, who you've kind of been like the face of the rehab squad for so long. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't mean that in a bad way because if, if there's one person who you want to be that face, it's you. And so yeah. the way you finally, you know, you came back and just got stuck into it. That's like, that, I feel like that's hope for the rest of the, everyone who's out, especially considering that you had to do it for so long. It was, it was really like the, you lifted everyone on your back. So it was, it was so great to see. And like you jogging on with a knee brace and it's, you know. <laughs> yeah, the just, brace it, it was like, like falling off moment. of me. It was definitely like, if it was gonna, if it was gonna be how my first game was gonna go, like that's how it was gonna be. Like I got the clearance from my surgeon 10 p.m. the night before, Monday night. I'm like, popped a melatonin, went to bed and then woke up a we had to make up our headshots from when we had COVID. So there was, there was that. 
and then it was like me assault biking for 45 minutes trying to stay warm and I had to practice with my sock up plus the shin guard plus the brace so like my brace is falling off like my calf was cramping it was just like I'm like this is how it was gonna be like it wasn't gonna be smooth but yeah I got stuck in that was kind of like Mary told me she was like you just got to get the first tackle out of the way and then you'll like feel more comfortable and I think that's exactly Mm -hmm. what and I'm going to tell you know people coming back like just just do it like you need to get that fear over with and now I don't have I'm not going to be as nervous going into Arizona even though I got 23 minutes in like I got that out of my system yeah you know you 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 like shook off the like the ring rust you know as soon as you're back in there it's like now, now that you're cleared, you're cleared essentially. There's, there's no more, you know, being tentative about it because you got in and you know, you know how it's like to be back as, you know, the new Maddie essentially. So, you, uh, just do it and you're wearing a Nike shirt as well. So, yeah, I think that's, that, nice that, that's, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And, you know, I think, did I tell, ever tell you, do you know who Stone Cold Steve Austin is? No. Okay. So, Stone Cold, he's like this fam- super famous wrestler, like one of the best of all time. He's like, a super badass but he's really iconic because he'd always walk around and wrestle with like a knee brace on because just like you he had like two yeah he had two blown acls or something like that and he came back and like became like one of the best of all time so i always associate that with you like that image the brace. of like this yeah the badass coming on with the, like you're always yeah. strapping up the knee brace and I, I think you know even if you don't know who that is for me that's like that's what i look at maddie as you know who's someone who's had to like fight through that and you know come back better than ever as a badass so welcome back thanks long awaited so, how are you feeling about arizona i mean this is gonna be your first actual travel trip being able to play in a while or yeah, you know ever at ucla i going like basically like i had a i've been having this like quad lingering quad issue and dr jones was like we don't want it to be an issue we don't want you to worry about it and he's like so let's wait for arizona And like, my thing is like, I've watched freshman year, they gave us trouble. Last year we lost to them. They're super aggressive. They're fast, a fast team. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, San Diego's just a better first game back. And Mm -hmm. my quads felt good enough to do 20 minutes, you know? Right. And it was perfect. And I think I just like, I needed to get the emotions out of the way so I could focus Arizona and I'm like looking forward to it I have some really close club teammates on Arizona so I'm excited to like finally get to play against them but we'll see it's it's gonna be a tough game like they're good you know they're they're underdogs they have something worth fighting for so hopefully with 10 days though we'll get everyone at least the people going through like small muscle injuries re rejuvenated and ready to go yeah, and like you said, like they beat us last year, so obviously our team is going to be, you know, real um, aggressive in terms of trying to get that one back. Because I feel, I feel, I think everyone realized that we probably shouldn't have lost that game last year, and, and they're definitely yeah, not going to want to do that I'm this glad time. I di- I'm glad I didn't travel to that trip. <laughs> that would have yeah. just been brutal. <laughs> but yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Uh, but yeah, anyways, what what else have you been looking forward to? That you, you know, you haven't got to do you know for the, for the past three years I mean obviously you've been like slowly coming back slowly coming back into it 
but is there anything that like you're really looking forward to? I think, I don't know, COVID makes it so hard because right. you can't, the traveling, you know, you're, we're driving out to Arizona. It's going to be a long trip. Like, yeah, wish we could fly. Wish it was normal in terms of that. Um, I think I'm just like excited to be able to contribute to the team, like playing wise. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I believe like we all have our own roles, whether you're injured, you're not a starter, you're a starter, you're a sub, whatever. Like we all contribute in different ways. And like, so when we win the national championship, everyone wins together. But this year I get to contribute in a different way. And I saw, and I get to help play. So I'm like, I'm just excited for that. Like, obviously I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. Like, yeah, I want to, I want to start, I want to get more minutes, but like right now I just get what I got. I, you know, I get what I'm going to get like mm-hmm. the 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Like it's to me, it's just like, I finally you get, get to play. play. I get to play, which is like the big thing. Yeah. I mean, after the match, I think, uh, ugh. Of Lucy of all people gave like a, a really like nice heartwarming yeah. speech. I mean, it, you can see it on like our you saw women's soccer Instagram. Maddie, what do you think of that? Because coming from Lucy, that that really surprised me. I mean, in in, I, in the best way. Yeah, I think I don't know. I was like coming from Luce, like she's just such a great defender. So like I knew soccer wise, like she's obviously a great player, but. I think, like I said, like me stepping on the field was a win for everyone. And it was, I met, I texted Lucy after I'm like, I really, really appreciated that. And she's like, we're just proud of you. And I do like, and she said, like, it just shows how much she cared. And like, I know Emily can attest to this. Like I care so much. Like it's, I ran, I, I can talk about soccer forever to anyone and they'll, they'll, all my friends will listen to me and be like, um, agree with me, but yeah, that's why we got you on the radio show. Yeah. So like, I feel like <laughs> I, like, I just, she's right. Like I do care a lot and for, for her to notice that and like recognize it and say it meant a lot to me. So I sent her a text after, um, but yeah, that was really nice of her. Okay. And, we'll, and, it, and it was, and it was, she's so quiet. Like we didn't yeah. know what she was going to say. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anytime you hear Lucy speak for an extended period of time, everyone's it's, it's like listening. Yeah. yeah. What would you say to someone else who's in, in your position right now, whether they're on our team or playing soccer or not? I, you know, I've had um, a lot of conversations with girls that are injured right now. And it's kind of like, I, you know, I talked to them about like going through the ACL recovery. Like it's, even though it's a pretty straight through recovery, like you can run at three months, you can cut at this, you can like, there's a lot of ups and downs. You're going to have pain. You're going to have swelling. And like, I really had to learn how to be patient and like, trust my body, know my body. Like in the fall, I wasn't fit enough to train five days a week, the entire practice. And I would pull myself out of training. Like if I couldn't feel like if I couldn't last the last 10 minutes of training, I would just tell Amanda, like, I'm not going to do this. And, you know, creds to Amanda and the coaches because they weren't like, they didn't hold that against me or anything. Like they were just like, okay, yeah. Like 
sometimes I wouldn't even tell them. I'd just be like, I just step out. Um, but it took years for me to like be okay with that. And so for people going through their first injury, I told them like, if something's hurting, say it, say AP, this hurts, say Amanda Chroma, like I might not train today. Like, I feel like that's what you have to do because you're never going to, you're never going to be your full potential if you're in pain or if like there's an issue. And I learned, I learned that like, it's better to take the extra month and like feel really good than like try to force something that, you know, you're while you're hurting or whatever. So basically trust your body, be patient. Like it's easier said than done, but I feel like in the moment you have to tell yourself, I need to be patient. Like it will, it will eventually work out. <laughs> that's like the, that's the thing. I don't know when, but it'll eventually, it'll eventually work out. Okay. I feel like yeah. there is so much pressure, especially at a collegiate team like UCLA that is always like a national championship competitor. Like, I think there's just so much pressure to want to earn your spot, like right away, as soon as you can. And like, there's a lot of pressure from like the coaches to like be back. Like when you're going to be back, we need you. And I think, yeah. Obviously, I was never injured on the team when I played, so I can't speak from experience. But from what it seems like, it seems like there's just, like, constant pressure to be back as soon as you can to be competing. And, like, that seems like it is hard to just, like, feel like, okay, I have to step out because you feel like you have to keep going and earn your spot. Exactly. And even if you're not injured, like, there's always this pressure to do more, to do extra, to, like, push yourself, which I, I get, like, if you didn't play and you want to go on a run later, like, I feel like that makes sense, but it gets to a point where like, we lift three times a week, we train every day. Like you're going to have to let your body rest, especially if you're injured. And my freshman year, like I didn't really take control of my body. Like kind of, when are you going to be back? What, what's your plan? And like, I'm thinking about that instead of thinking about like tomorrow training, like, what am I going to do tomorrow? Like, it was just like thinking two, three months ahead instead of right now. Um, but it took a long time for me to like be okay with that. And even now, like I catch myself, I hope I get to play more. I hope I get to play in a couple, like get my minutes in. And it's like, dude, I can't worry about that. You know, like, just get my minutes when I get them. But yeah, it took a long time to have come to that conclusion. What do you think brought you to that conclusion? Was there like a, was it just like the progression of time or was there like a certain moment that you felt like I can only control what I do tomorrow rather than like how quickly I'm going to recover because I'm doing as much as I can. Was there like a moment that you like, I yeah I think during quarantine I had I had to go into like a meniscus cleanup and like they said four to six weeks we took the six weeks and then I started running more and my knee would just swell up and then it's go back down and then I get an injection and swell again and it's like three months of this like working out some days not working out the other days and this is like you know, May, June, July of 2020. 
And then we thought we were going to have season in August. And I was getting right. super anxious because I'm like, I'm not going to play in the fall. Like, I'm not going to play. Like, there's just no way. Like, I have to train for at least a month and then train, do contact. My, and I haven't cut or changed direction in since March. Like, it just wasn't going to make sense. So then I started freaking out. And then the minute season got canceled, I was like, okay, I can, I can take my time. And then that's when I kind of was like, get your knee right. You're going to do what you like, control what you can control. So I would probably say just this last, this whole, all of 2020 was me coming to that conclusion. Yeah. And I think also because I, I felt so far removed from the team in terms of like, I felt like in the fall, like I wasn't really going to play that much. So I was like, might as well just take the time and get my knee ready. Like I, I didn't feel any pressure to come back and like play a lot. I was just like, let me just figure my shiz out. Um, so to your question, and probably this summer going through that, um, just like weird new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Probably then. That's a good point because I, I feel like although COVID's obviously been like crazy for the whole world, like for a couple people, especially on our team, I feel like it's been almost a blessing of disguise. Like I was talking to Marley and she was saying she probably wouldn't have been able to, to jump in straight away if season was in fall. But the fact that it got oh, moved yeah. to here, the fact that it got moved to now meant that, you know, she's able to start and play the first game with without any problems. And I, I can't remember who else, but there, there definitely have been a couple of other people who, that would have been the same for including yourself it really helped like like sunshine even like me sunshine jason mar not that Mm -hmm. like we needed like we all four would have played in the fall but like not the whole season at least for me and i think for all of them too like it would have taken at least two three weeks until maybe shine she was probably the furthest one ahead but like we got to train three and a half months throughout the fall with the team every single day before we got here in January. And that's, that was huge. That was like really, and that was why, like when I had to take my hiatus in January, when I got sick, like I was like, shoot, I'm going to be out for a week. And then I remembered, I'm like, you got to train almost four months. Like you're fine. Like your body's still good. So COVID, like not having season in the fall definitely helped me out because now I get to play the whole season. I missed two games. Right. And, you know, like it really helped me out. And if USD didn't get moved, I would have missed three games. And yeah, then you would have had to start Arizona. And then I would have started Arizona. Um, now my brother's calling me. Um, <laughs> So I think it definitely a blessing in disguise for the ACL crew and probably for our team in general, because we got to train and get ready where most teams like Pac-12 Pac teams were like, okay, we'll see you guys in January. Right. Um, oh, really? A lot of teams didn't train in the fall? Not, I would probably not during C-Sesh. Like if you're on a quarter system, like it was like, you guys can come in the first weekend of week of October. Yeah. And then they changed, trained October, November. But we started training like mid, um, shoot. But we got in August. Mid-August, yeah. 
Um, so definitely. Yeah, we definitely had a little bit of a leg up there. Not just on Pac-12 schools, on a bunch of schools. Yeah. Like I remember the, I think it was the BYU people when they were doing like the walkthrough on our field, they were telling me they hadn't played on grass or like had grass since November. And like, I don't know how much they even got to train like at that time or like before that time. Obviously because of COVID, yeah. it's so cold over there. COVID weather, like we, we get to wake up every morning, train, our Wally's so pretty right now. Like best, can, like uh-huh. just great grass. And it's nice out, like. It was hot my face is sunburned from the game <laughs> and I said to someone I'm like it's February <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was such strange weather because the, like the game before the, the BYU game it was so cold and I'm like damn I should have bought a jacket and in this game I was I literally went up to my apartment to get a jacket while we were setting up the field and then I got back and it was hot I'm like what what the hell how did this happen and in yeah. the shade it'll be freezing yeah. like I, I say freezing yeah right? no it would be it'll be cold cool. yeah cooler Maddie, how do you feel with, like, yeah, anyways. Um, after having COVID, like, how do you feel? Do you feel like it, like, impacted your ability to, like, breathe or work out or anything? Or or how, how did that work out? I, after Liv went through it and she was telling me about her, um, you know, the side effects, like, weeks later, I was really, really nervous because she was, like, still struggling to just go on a just a jog. Yeah. So I was definitely, I think me, uh, we both were nervous. Um, but thankfully like nothing after, but I think, I don't know. I think, you know, this, but like I trained four days with COVID. We just like, didn't know. And it, when I look back on those four days, like that, especially that fourth day, it was a day we tested. I said to someone, I'm like, damn, I'm really tired. Like we were doing like a two V two thing. And like, I was like breathing hard and I came in fit. So like it, but it didn't cross my mind. Oh, I have COVID. I just was like, that was a really hard drill. And I look next to me and the, the people are breathing hard next to me too. So I just was like, okay, like we're just tired, whatever. But when I look back on it, I was like, I don't know how I trained. Like it would have been hard. And then by day six, it really hit me. Um, and I would try to do, you know, like home workouts in my dorm and doing like a core circuit, like hard to breathe. But you also like, it, I think it gets in your head. Like, you know, it's going to be hard to breathe and you're thinking about it. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, I would say like the first two days out of quarantine, they let me jog. And it was like, I think it was just a combination of me not running for, you know, a week plus COVID. Um, but now I feel good. Good. Yeah. yeah Cause that was definitely. Did you, you think, did you lose your sense of taste? No, just smell. I just, I still can't smell. But M, you're good. Now. You're good. Right. And did you guys do that orange thing? And like, did that work? Yeah, uh, not really. It like brought Shayna's taste back a little bit, but not really for me. I wish that was a thing when I got it because I completely lost my taste and smell for like two weeks and then I didn't have it back fully for like two months. So I like wish I like knew about the orange thing. It wasn't really like circulating on TikTok <laughs> at the beginning yeah. of November, I don't think. I uh, yeah, and no one, no, 
no one in my apartment can smell except for Edalia. <laughs> so oh, it's Mary can't smell either. Mary, <laughs> she still can't smell. So it's kind of funny. Like, uh, Edalia was making rice and we were all, I had my AirPods in doing homework. Shayna was, or Shayna wasn't here, but Mary was here and the rice was burning and she walks in the front door and she's like, guys, it's burning. Like my rice is completely burnt. It smells so bad. She's turning on the fans, opening the windows. Never. I didn't know. And where she's like, how did you guys not know? I'm like, we can't smell. (laughs) It was, that was like, that was a moment where we were like, oh crap. Like what if something bad happened? Like we were, the building was on fire, you know? Yeah. I mean, you don't think, yeah. But you guys gotta have to rely on E now. Yeah, seriously. She just made tacos and she's like, how does it smell? We're like, probably good. Like we, you know. <laughs> so yeah. How did Anish, you have been like, been here since day one in the fall, right? Filming for us, not since day one, but like, mm-hmm. how was yeah. it to finally watch this past since Pepperdine, like, watch, sure, our like team, after. watch our team play? Like, you saw the trainings, like, you saw us it, go so from doing small sided. Like, how did it feel to finally see us, see the team? So, like I was telling these guys last show, I think, where um, the first game, the Pepperdine game, Jane and I were up there film, and I was filming, and I turned to Jane and I was like, I think this is the first time I've been nervous to watch the team play, because usually I'm not, like, even if it's like a big game, even at like the College Cup, I remember it was just like, I just get to watch this team play, it, it just, it's, you know, the best job, it's just fun, right? But me yeah. and Jane, we just looked at each other, we both knew we were nervous for some reason, just because it had been so long, mm-hmm. and like, Jane was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like shivering, I just want to, you know, get get this started but like as soon as that first goal went in like jay and i high five we're like oh we're back and then obviously the pepperdine game was really good in terms of we scored you know three so and we probably could have had more so you know i think that really helped us get back into it and then byu it was like again jane and i were watching this time i wasn't nervous it, it was just cool seeing us and the first half obviously wasn't like our best half but jay yeah. and i both thought like okay the goal's coming we'll be fine and then you know we conceded off like a really fluky goal like <laughs> The most, like, where did that come from goal I've ever seen? But even then, I was like, we've been scored on, and, like, teams have been leading against us before, and I've been like, oh, we'll be fine. And Keon and I looked at each other on the bench. We're like, oh, we'll be fine. Like, the goal's coming. Because I knew, like, the team would respond because I'd seen it happen in training. We're like, we're yeah. playing, like, 11s, and, you know, one one team will, will, will get scored on, and then you'll see, yeah. like, a little shift when they head back to the center circle. And, like, I saw that shift. I'm like, oh, we'll be fine. And then we were fine. Yeah. Like, you know, we did what we needed to do. It took a little while, but... We probably could have scored more, but, you know, we, we got Mia, Mia won the penalty, Mar put it away, and then, you know, Sunshine came back, and that, that was another one of those moments where it's just, like, you know, joy to see her playing again, yeah. you know, yeah. just, just the same as with you, so. And then this USD game, you know, I think I, I really like the way the USD game played that out, the fact that we led 2-0 at the half, but the team wasn't satisfied, not even just the coaches. Like, I remember the players came back, and you guys were all like, we can play better, we can play better, and it was just cool to see that, because that, that's, you know, that's the UCLA, I know, that's the UCLA. I've been watching. Yeah. So it really, at this point, it feels like I'm not saying we're prime UCLA or anything, but at this point, it feels like we're back, like the team's the team is back, as in yeah. the, the spirit and the mentality of the team is back. So that's the best thing. That's the most important thing. Yeah, I think it's a work in. 
progress. Like we, we can play better. Like I've seen our team play better at training, but we're yeah. in a couple weeks. We're going to be like, we want to peak at the right time. So. Exactly. It's, it's like, like Amanda was talking about, it was all, it's all about momentum and, you know, like we, you guys, we were, we were talking about that BYU USC game that happened at the Coliseum, and obviously we were laughing because like the score was like four three. And but at the end of the day, it was USC's first game, so you can't really hold it against them completely. And BYU just got off of playing us, and then got to play USC, so they had like yeah. a hard time of it as well. So obviously both teams came out, and you know, good for USC, they got the win in their in their first game. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how teams develop because. It'll be interesting to see if USC's defense is the same as it was in three games as it was this past game. And it'll be yeah. interesting to see if their attack is the same or if, if our defense or our attack is the same in the next three games. And for, our, you know, for us, I hope it's better. Yeah, hopefully. I think we're going to be good. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're all hoping for. And uh, freaking, uh, was a, Lauren got absolutely tackled in the, in the USD game. Yeah. So she, she's had a hard time of it. Like she's been doing such a great job. And then, you know, at a fluky goal scored against her and she just gets like tackled and plowed into. So it's, it's cool to see, like, that's another person who's, who's obviously she's played before, but it's cool to see her like start and everybody knows like, you know, that's, that's Lauren's place now. So that, that's, it just, it's a different team now. Like last season to the season before like Maddie, your freshman year and your sophomore year, it was essentially the same team. Cause like obviously Haley and Julia left, but you know, it's two players. Yeah. They were but now. It, it was the same team. It's a different team this year. Yeah, like that senior class is gone. There's no Jesse Fleming anymore. We don't have that. We don't have that secret weapon. You know, Ty is not there. Cast is not there. Who's been there for so long? Uh, Ash. You know, all yeah, Ashley Sanchez. That that's another big one. It's just a different team now. And you and obviously you you, you just get to see that. So it's fun to see. It's fun. It's fun is what it is. Yeah. I got nervous for Lauren because she didn't get up for a sec. I got really scared, and I was also next to her mom, and her mom like is going over to the fence and the security guard is like, step back, like go yeah. back like 20 feet. And she's like, that's my kid. Like, yeah. uh, so like I, I don't know, she didn't get up for a long time. I, and it was a really hard collision, but I'm like really happy that she's okay. Obviously. Yeah, that's another person like, and you've known Lauren since our, obviously our freshman year and she, you saw her like, she didn't play our freshman year. And even sophomore year, you and Liv would come to the games and she wouldn't get, she was just number two, right? Yeah. And this year, like, she's – it's funny because you've asked me, and Liv's asked me, other people, how's Lauren? I'm like, she's good. She's she's confident. She's ready to play. Um, and she – we're going to go far because she's in the back of the net. And I, like, and I think that's, like – it's really comforting as, A, as a defender, but, B, like, just a member of a team, like – met like a teammate of hers like when I'm on the bench and there's a breakaway like I really don't get nervous (laughs) like I'm just like she's got this like it's like and if she doesn't if it doesn't it's it was a breakaway like like she didn't have the advantage but I really don't get like I don't know that nervous (laughs) just with more with her yeah we don't we don't even we don't even need to think of that yeah no and like, like, if we give up goals, it's going to be a weird BYU fluke goal where it hits off of someone's thigh, hits off of someone's foot, and then somehow trails in. And she's just, you know, there's 10 people in front of her. That, like, that's how we would get scored on. It's not going to be in the run of play. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, so, if, if our defense, yeah. you know, continues to, to 
play the way they have been playing and, you know, obviously improve as any defense should. And with Lauren in the back, like, we're going to be, we're going to be chill. I think about things like, I think the Stanford game, it might've been the semifinal last year when I think the other goalie, Tegan, might've <laughs> been like nutmegged maybe or something like that. Yeah. And she, no discredit to her. She plays pro. She's very talented. But I just cannot imagine that happening to Lauren. Like, flukes happen like that, but I just feel like, I just feel like that is just not something that could occur with her. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Like, I obviously, like, have my biases. And yeah, let's bias, hope for our sake it doesn't. The bias, I mean, for me, I've known Lauren since I was, like, seven. So, I've all I said since day one, like she's the best goalkeeper I know. Best, I mean, she you can always improve, right? Like she's taken what she needed to improve, like her her footwork, et cetera, reaction time, and she like got better at it. And she had to wait three years for this moment. And she had to sit behind yeah, someone. You guys have been at it together essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And like for different reasons. Like I'm on the bench because I can't run. She's on the bench because she's number two. And for her, like she she battled through it though. And she kept her head up. And like when she did get the opportunities, like she would be confident. She wasn't nervous. Like there was one game sophomore year where Tegan got or maybe it was her freshman, I forget, but Tegan got a concussion or like hit her head right before the game. And they're like, Lauren, you're gonna go get go go in against Washington State. And she, I like gave her knuckles and I'm like, how do you feel? She's like, I'm good. And like she she's always yeah, that's been, you know, that's Lauren. And maybe she's freaking out inside, but like she did a really good job of like keeping it together. And then now it's like I tweeted something, and I was like, she got go- Pac-12 goalkeeper of the week, two two weeks in a row. Literally, she's got amazing. she's got two. She is like, amazing. Like it just like it's it's hard. It's hard because it's like she's been on she's been waiting for this and it's like who knows, you know? Like but you can't look back in the past, right? She it's just it's nice for me. Like I I'm like, okay, I get two potentially three seasons with like the best goalkeeper in the country. Like I get that. So, you know. Oh yeah, Maddie. Um, so I think you, she like is one of the best, like if not the best, she is absolutely like top two in collegiate. Yeah, time. she is un- unbelievably young. Hell yeah! <laughs> like I think she's so great. No I've arguments been here. About her all day. Yeah. Yeah, well, we love like, all being on the podcast. We're, we're like we're friends with her, so it's like you're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously LB, we're going to say that, but big uh, LB we believe fans. it too. Yeah. We believe it. Yeah. Wait, I mean, Maddie. So your freshman year, you got redshirted. And your sophomore year, does, does one year eligibility go away? No. So I have, I have, you have four like, years still. I have four years of college soccer. Of eligibility. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. So. Yeah. Four so you're obviously, obviously no, you're no, probably no. not even thinking about like. You have one I'm from not, COVID, one from injury, and one from not playing because also because you were injured, but that counts as like you didn't play like more than half the season or something. Yeah. 
and I have my senior year. Yeah. So that's why, that's why I have to get the four, the fourth <laughs> yeah. one. So, so I don't know. I don't you know what I play for four years. Obviously you're not, you're, I'm sure you're not even thinking about what's going to happen that far in the future, no. but like you, you could conceive You could conceivably say, um, I don't know, pick up a master's and, and, and play another two years somewhere after you graduate from UCLA or hell, even play at UCLA if you wanted to just eligibility wise. Yeah, I feel like that's the, I talk about this like at least with someone quite often because it's like, it's crazy. Like I've been here for so long and I came early. So I've been at UCLA for a long time, but I feel like this is the first year I've, and maybe it's because I'm playing, but I think just the team itself is like a super fun team. Every, like I am friends with everyone. Like it's, it's really, I would say everyone's friends with everyone. Like it's so, it's really nice. Yeah. Um, so it's part of me is like, I'm going to see how the spring goes and then have, need to have a conversation with coaches, right. family, everyone play, but play in the fall and then see what happens. Like I'll probably only play one more year and I don't know where it's going to take me. Like a lot of it honestly depends on the spring and we lose we're going to lose, you know, four or five starters. Um, so actually maybe not that many, three or four. Um, and then obviously freshmen come in as well. Freshmen. Come, yeah. Um, of course, but we'll see. I don't know, but I do have the option. Dude, part of me, you know, yeah. Part of me is like, maybe I want to go like, ex- I've lived in California my whole life. Um, so we'll see. That's exciting. It's like it's ex- it, it's exciting that I finally get or, to play at UCLA. You know that too. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Or you do what I want you to do and go to Italy and sign for Milan and live the dream. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> we can talk about that later. Yeah. But um, what was I gonna say? I completely forgot. Um, whatever. Completely slipped my mind. But yeah, you get you get to play. And you just have fun, basically. You don't you don't have that pressure of I've got limited time now because now you have all the time. What what I was gonna ask is um, classes wise, how's your classes going? How's that content treating you? Oh, I just turned in my paper today. Um, we'll see how it goes. I like don't think I wrote it the right way. <laughs> I got a I got a B minus on it. Um, okay, that's and a, that's I didn't not bad. I didn't I didn't answer like six questions, six short answer questions because I ran out of time. See, the, the, so the final so worth more, right? Yeah, and I had this paper, but I don't. I always like I read what the paper what it wants me to do. I wrote the paper, and then I reread it. I'm like, uh, I think I missed some points, but I did what I did the prompt. I just don't know if I went deep enough. Whatever, but it's all based on TAs. Based on TAs, and it's like calm is very the, um calm's about your life, like the whole. The whole point of the paper is like analyze your life. So I'm like analyze, <laughs> yeah, I remember. you know, yeah, trying to figure out who I am. And like, it's just, I don't know. How can you judge? How can you grade someone on that? You know, it's too um, yeah. So, but yeah, content's going well, I think. Can't believe it's week seven. What the hell? What the heck? Like, yeah, it went fast. Holy Dude, crap. I want this quarter to be seven over though. It's so weird. It feels like I literally feel like it's week two. Like, I feel like I was just talking to you about <laughs> being in content. 
Uh, and now you, you, you're you basically gearing up for the final. Yeah. What the heck? And it's like, we don't have a spring break. And yeah, I mean, we don't have a spring break. So it's like, spring quarter is just going to go, it's just going to go mesh together. Next thing you know, it's mm-hmm. going to be the summer. The progression of time is... That's what I'm saying. I still feel like when people ask me... Yeah, when people ask me what year I'm in, I still feel like saying sophomore or like like junior, just because I didn't go home after junior year. So like, I didn't have that like break in continuity. And like, for me, like Maddie, I still, like, I still think of you in my head as a sophomore. Cause that, that's, I think that's what you were when I, when I joined the team, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cause I joined my junior year. And like, even with Odie, like, or like, I see you guys as sophomores in my head just cause like everything's meshed together. Oh, I still see myself as like a freshman. Like I, like I think maturity, <laughs> maturity wise, I feel that was the other thing I was going to say, like, this is my first season, like the ins and outs of it. Like, yeah, I feel more mature, more experienced, but like, this is new to me too. Um, so I didn't know, I don't really know what to expect. Like I, Pete, we played two games within four days. Like how can a body handle that? Like, that's something that I've like, and like about like Delaney or people that play like 90 minutes. I'm like, holy crap. Like I can't do that. And maybe by next fall, I'm going to. And I like, that to me is what's crazy is like, I haven't had to like deal with my body playing these games back to back, stuff like that. Um, so that, yeah, that's why I feel like a freshman. <laughs> Yeah. No, big shout out to like D and Luce and Mar and those guys who, who, who do play 90 or I mean, even like pro players now who have to like play all these games in a condensed period of time. Like um, there's, there's, there's teams that'll play three games in a week and then still have two games the week after at this point. Like I know. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's not just in men's. Cause I know like, for example, the she believes cup is starting tomorrow and our Chelsea yeah. women's had like th- three games in the last two weeks and then Jess had to fly here and now she's got like four games of Canada in the next few days and me just thinking about that is like I know she's Jess but Jesus man that's a lot of games for any pro to have to go yeah yeah for sure so for yeah. college for college players it's like I can only imagine the effect is compounded so <laughs> good luck yeah, to mo- all our 90 yeah, minutes like guys most, yeah for most college teams though like there is you're gonna sub like mainly because yeah. you can't have eight people playing 90 minutes. Like, I mean, you can probably 100%. become come tournament time. That might be the case, but like now, especially with injuries, like we've had an injury almost every game. Like yeah. we have to, we have mm-hmm. to get people in just, even if it's 10 minutes, like even for right. me, like that perfect, perfect for me to go, you know, give Brie a break, you know, stuff like that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So last, I mean, barely soccer related question. Are you guys going to watch uh, the Australian Open later today? We've got Naomi Osaka, who owns and, or uh, part of the ownership for North Carolina, and Serena Williams, who's A, the GOAT, and B, you know, part of the ownership of Angel City. Are you guys going to watch? I didn't know that was today. I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a seven. It's seven. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Watch I'll that. watch. Yeah, because I was seeing on Instagram how they were saying like in the Australian Open in 2018, Naomi Osaka beat Serena Williams in the championship, which was like she finally beat her idol, and then she did so in like the biggest yeah like yeah 
platform possible. And then I was like, oh my God, like they're both so good. Dude, but I didn't realize it was tonight. I don't know who to root for. Because my family's always been big tennis fans. And like growing up, it was always like, it was always like you know, Venus and Serena and um, like Sharapova. So I've always been like a big Serena fan. But like, I just love Naomi Osaka just because like her personality is so like, um, like it's just like, she's obviously she's not extrovert or anything, but she just has like charisma about her. So I always yeah. like really like Naomi Osaka. And then in the other bracket, you've got Jenny Brady who played at UCLA. She's in the semifinals. So it's like, I don't know who the hell to root for, root for in this one. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just goats. I want to, yeah, I want to watch for some good tennis. It's going to be good. Yeah. So I'm literally going to go study for my midterm and while I'm doing that, I'm going to watch some, watch some tennis. But anyway, that's that, that just me. So yeah, we guys, we said we we're going to do a short episode, but we ended up going the full hour. So great job, both y'all. And um, shout out Cass, who couldn't be here this week. And then shout out Odie, who's flying to Brazil, or not to Brazil, to Florida I, now. To Florida, to, I know. To go, to go, to go live a dream. <laughs> so, yeah. Dude, I can't we'll wait. Next, have... next week, I don't know if Odie's... I think she'll be back. We'll yeah, have to next have... Week, I think she comes back on Monday. He's on the spot. Next yeah. Monday, she comes back. Awesome. Next we'll week, Odie's on the her... spot, and we'll, we'll, we'll get her thoughts. I'm yeah, very we'll serious. I want to Yeah. Okay, I can't wait. Okay, last thing for me, Maddie. Did you like the cookies? Yes. Yes, I've had like four. So. Okay. So thanks. <laughs> and I obviously share them with your apartment stuff. Breakfast. No, obviously share today. them with your apartment stuff. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I wanted to tell you. So I made those cookies special for you. So so I call those my um, the batter, the bitter, the sweeter, the sweet. So the way I made them was that I used three types of bitter ingredients, which is cocoa, coffee, and then cinnamon. But I balance it out because I use four different types of sweeteners, which is white sugar, brown sugar honey, and vanilla. So that just, I, I really thought about that because I wanted to like symbolize your journey was, you know, you had to go through a lot, you know, three years out. And then finally you come back through all the bitter and you get to taste the sweetness. And uh, yeah, I, I know we just talked about it for an hour, but like, Maddie, I'm so happy for you. I mean, Odie's been talking you up to, to me and like telling you how great you are. Like before I even met you, I've, I've been a Maddie fan long before I joined the team. So to see you play, I mean, obviously, Everyone else talked about how great it is. And you talked about how it, it was for your family and your friends. But just for me at, at radio, I'm, I'm literally like overjoyed to see you play for the first time. So welcome back. Thanks, Anish. That's like so sweet. I just, yeah, super, super, just a super great day. And like, I couldn't have done it without everyone else. Like I would have probably quit. Like it was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was hard, but Thank you for the cookies and the symbolism mm -hmm. behind them. For sure. That is so I nice. Yeah. When I was eating okay. them, I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> I know, I know. I should have told you in the morning, but it's okay. It's, it's okay. It, 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 cookies are cookies at the end of the day. Cookies are cookies. Okay. On that note, see you all next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.